hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Stop the insanity. (laughs) Tired of all those damn subscriptions? Reducing or eliminating those little convenient fees could do wonders for your mental health. You're listening to Career Money episode number 418. And as part of our ongoing series on financial well-being with Capital One, we're tackling the easiest way to cancel all those subscriptions fees that could be costing you upwards of over $200 a month. Now, on with the show. You're listening to the Queer Money Podcast, personal finance with a rainbow twist. Queer Money is dedicated to financial independence, financial well-being, investing knowledge, and the intersection of all things money as an LGBTQ person. Queer Money is made possible by Capital One. Capital One believes that financial well-being includes your mental, physical, and financial health. Check out CapitalOne.com today. Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. As you, Oh, can... David, hold on. I'm John <laughs> and I'm David. Somebody one of our one of our YouTube followers asked us to introduce ourselves. So, there we go. I guess we just thought everybody knew. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty right, right. arrogant of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you could tell from the outset, this week we are talking about a topic that is tangential to your financial wellness and mental health wellness, and that is financial stress. And one of the things that causes financial stress is just the accumulation of bills and fees and money being spent, oftentimes maybe when we don't necessarily realize it. As a matter of fact, in a recent bank rate survey in May of 2023, 52% of respondents said that money is their biggest mental health stressor. It is what causes their biggest mental health issues, which we find very interesting and not too surprising that that is the case since we know that upwards of 60% of the LGBT community stresses about money either daily or weekly. So we know it is affecting our community as well as the broader population. But what can we do to chip away at some of these stressors to try to reduce them? And that's kind of what we're talking about this week is a simple way to maybe make some more room in your budget so other areas of your budget aren't as stressful, like making sure you're covering your costs for insurance or paying your car payment or not having enough money for food when you get to the checkout counter. All of those kinds of things do add financial stress. And we may be unaware of some easy tweaks to make some changes. Yeah. So I think Today's episode is sort of like the epitome of not being money conscious. For those of you who have read our book, The Four Principles of a Debt-Free Life, one of those four principles is to be money conscious. And to me, this is sort of talking about subscription fees is sort of the epitome of that because we are as culpable of this as anybody, especially with our business. We are in the process of auditing various expenses that our business has. And we're like, we don't even use that service anymore. When was the last time we logged into that account? Like all these different, like nickel, we're just constantly nickel and diming ourselves. And we also do it in our personal life. We're, we're not immune to that. We actually had a discussion after we came back from Europe that we need to get rid of a bunch of our streaming services for television. Suddenly cutting the cord isn't as affordable as it used to be. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now we have like uh, 15 different streaming services and net you're, you're paying as much as you used to once upon a time for, for cable. So the reason part of why we're tackling this is one, because the mental health issue and Two, because 
Wall Street Journal published an article in April titled, People Are Sick and Tired of All Their Subscription Services. And I thought that was quite an interesting article. And that's why we started to dive into our subscriptions and what we're currently using. And it was interesting why the subscription model really skyrocketed. It was actually attributed much to the pandemic. There were definitely subscription services prior to that, but it was really the pandemic sort of really helped acted as a catalyst and really got that model you know, blown up for lots of businesses. I, and the it, peak of that was in third quarter of 2022. Since then, it has started to dial back a little bit. Yeah. I think what happened during the pandemic, and we even felt it ourselves, is that being isolated, being inside, being away from our typical social group became a stressor in our lives. And we were looking for outlets. And for many of us, getting a box showing up once a month at your house or having food delivered on a regular basis, all those kinds of things helped reduce some of that mental health and stress issues that were caused by being isolated during the pandemic. So I don't think very many people were immune to this. Obviously, there's no. quite a few folks. I was very there. happy when the Amazon or FedEx guy showed up on our front porch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I didn't even know what we ordered. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the problem. So, but the reason why this is becoming an issue now is one, we all have like these ridiculous number of subscription services, but two, you know, the high inflation is really causing people to look at their finances a little bit more meticulously. And plus also now that people are starting to go out more. So I think a lot of people are, are saying, you know, we actually dine out once or twice a week. Now we don't necessarily need to have HelloFresh. HelloFresh. That's yeah. <laughs> HelloFresh delivered to the Blue house, apron, you know. whatever uh, the case may be. Yeah. yeah. We can maybe cut out some of those expenses. And DoorDash. More... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going because there's a lot of them related to food. <laughs> there is. But that, I think that's also an example of what people were looking for during the pandemic, right? Food was a great way to having a fresh, exciting, unique meal delivered to your front step was like, hey, okay, this doesn't actually suck as much as we felt like it did. Yeah. You know, so it just made, I think, just made things a little bit better for people. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, in 2022, a Credit Karma survey said that one third of folks in their survey said that their biggest financial mistake for the year was for paying for services. They subscriptions for things that they didn't use. Right. So you're not, I'll, if you're, if you realize that this might be you, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. I know. Raise your hand if you have not committed this <laughs> sin, paying for services that you do not use. Right. I mean, we just looked at our accounts the other day. We're, like, yeah. we're not using this. It's ridiculous. Yep. So, what is this costing us? Well, so Wall Street Journal d- did little diving into the data and they found that most people would say that they're spending about $86 a month on subscription services but they're actually off about $133 a month. Most people are paying about on average $200 a month for subscription services. So that's $133 a month that people are unaware that they're spending and what did you say that came out to? That's $1600 a year. Yeah. That is crazy. That could yeah. cover your property taxes. <laughs> it could take you on a pretty nice vacation. Yeah, decent vacation. So, and you know, I think it's it's one of the problems with, as we were re- researching ways to make this easy of canceling subscriptions, one of the problems that we have with this is one is all the fees are sort of convenient, right? They're all yeah, $16.99 right. here and $15.99 there. And, you know, I, I mean, we just canceled Hulu. What were we paying for that? It was like $7.99? Well, we actually had the bundle. Yeah, Hulu. Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, which is complete junk 
in yeah. my opinion. But we you had to go three... through Disney movies pretty fast unless you are you know, a super huge Disney fan. So we weren't using Disney a whole lot either. Right. We were spending $15 a month on yeah. that. And you just think it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but when you look at all of your subscription services, especially the ones you're not using, like obviously people don't know what they're spending. And we are culpable of that. And probably a lot of you are too. And so that's adding stress to people's lives, right? So that's $1,600 a month that people could put to better use if for no other option than to put it into their retirement account and feel that level of financial security, especially as they as they approach retirement. Yeah. And sometimes these are things that we just completely forget about, right? We sign up for a free trial for something and we put our credit card information in for the free trial, planning on cancer trials in seven days or 14 days or 30 days, and we forget. And we are maybe not looking at our spending on a regular basis. This is probably this is probably a common thing, right? For folks who realize that they are spending way more on these subscription services is that they're not looking at their spending on a monthly basis. So they don't see that all of a sudden a new $7, $9, $25 subscription fee has popped up into their spending. And they let it go for five, six, eight, 12, 15 months before they realize it's having an impact. That's the planet fitness model. Yeah, exactly. We'll charge you just low enough that it doesn't encourage you to come into the gym, but we won't charge you so much that it encourages you to cancel as soon as you realize that you're actually not going. So then just like us, you have it for three months longer than you needed to. And then they make it so hard to cancel. We end up keeping it another two months <laughs> because we had to, I don't know, had a notarized letter delivered to the U.S. consulate and have them approve it before we could actually get it canceled. <laughs> right. And one thing to keep in mind here is, is this is an interesting thing that I've only recently become aware of is where you sign up for these subscription oh, yeah. services actually matters as to how much you're paying. We recently found out that if you sign up for some of these services through a mobile app that is a part of the Apple ecosphere, so you're signing up on your phone a lot of companies, because Apple charges these companies a 30% fee for using their processing for payments, they are adding that onto the total cost. So for example, this is one I'm, I, I know of because of a mastermind I'm a part of, but if you use your phone to sign up for Twitter Blue, you end up paying $12 a month. Whereas if you use a web browser to sign up for it, you actually pay $9 a month. So they've tacked on an additional fee. So for some folks, these fees are even higher because of where they signed up for these streaming services or right, where whatever it is that they've signed up for. So take a look at these. And this is actually what we're going to dive into now is this whole idea right. of, of how do I get rid of some of these? How do we make it easier to find some of them, reduce the costs or eliminate them altogether? So, so we've got pretty three pretty solid recommendations and then a couple of, what do you call them? They're on the outskirts. <laughs> the uh, batters up. <laughs> I know that. I don't know. The ones are outside <laughs> the bell curve, right? <laughs> so what we're talking about here are services that can help you cancel, find and cancel your subscriptions. One of the first ones is Rocket Money. Yeah, that's um, the most popular one right now, it seems. Yeah. And it was actually referenced in the Wall Street Journal article that we mentioned earlier. And really, the way reason why Rocket Money has this service is because they actually purchased a company called Truebill, which would go through your or through your 
payments throughout the month and determine which ones of these are subscription-like and notify you and help you be able to cancel them. Now, Rocket Money, the, the actual app itself and signing up for this service, it actually isn't free. They want, obviously, they have a business in helping you save money, so they deserve to earn some money from the services that they provide. I think that's an important thing for all of us to remember is that when somebody provides us a service, we in some way need to compensate them for that service. We all want to get paid for what we do. So Rocket actually charges anywhere between $3 and $12 a month, depending on the type of service that you have. And then when they do negotiate a bill for you, they will take a cut of the negotiated difference, right? So if you had a, let's just say a cable package that was $100 and you got it negotiated down to $50, they will take a cut of that $50 that you're saving every month. They actually do this, all of these services do this though, is they do it on an annualized basis. So whatever the percentage is, let's just say it's 30% of that $50, they're going to take $15. And they do that on an annualized basis. So they would actually multiply that by 12 and charge you that. And then you would get the get the, the reduced costs spread out over a year. So for some of these apps, it almost feels like you're getting charged a fee for doing this to save money. Well, you, I are, mean, you are. But right. then at the end of the day, you'll end up going to save money because you're not paying for services that you aren't using. Exactly. Yeah. So it works out in the end. Yeah. Another recommendation that we have for you is Trim. We actually met Trim a couple of years ago at a conference that we go to quite regularly. They now manage your subscriptions through text messaging and help you negotiate bills and reduce your the cost of your bills. But all of that is actually done through text messaging. Rocket Money is more of an app service, but they do have people behind the scenes that actually help do the negotiation and manually do the cancellation. Trim is works a little bit differently because it's all done via text, but they also have people behind the scenes actually doing the work on a kind of in a manual way. So they can help you negotiate down or cancel your subscriptions, help you negotiate down your bills for all types of bills, except for medical and banking in certain states. So you definitely want to check out the small print on their website. But then you can they'll help you also monitor your subscriptions. They however I did read in a website, one of the caveats is that they do sell your user data and that in some circumstances, you do need to give them a power of attorney. So that could be a little bit cumbersome and a little bit encroaching on your personal lives and your details. So you, you might not necessarily be open to that, but there is a one-time bill negotiating fee of about 15% of the total annual savings. So similar to the math that David was talking about earlier, so they can help you reduce your expenses. So depending upon how you feel about them, you might want to overlook the power of attorney and the fact that they might be selling your, your user, user data. So there you yeah. have that. I think that's an important thing to remember, right? If you're using an app and you got it for free and you're not paying anything for the app, there are probably two ways in which the app is making money. They are either presenting you with ads and trying to get you to click through and purchase a product or sign up for another service so that they can make money, or they're selling your, your user data or both. And so that's a really important thing to remember is that a lot of these apps that are out there as free apps are actually free for you, but your data is making the company money. And I've noticed a lot with a lot of these things, the websites or the apps, you know, whatever the app says, will tell you that it's free to sign up. Yes. It's free to sign up, but you give them all your information and then they don't stop badgering you until you like, I don't know, scrub your all your contact information from their app or their website, or you decide to sign up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the third one we want to talk about is one that is 
available through the sponsor of this show, Capital One, and that's their Eno app. Their Eno app was designed as a initially as a voice activated app that you could use with your phone or with home devices like an Alexa or an Apple Home. But really what they're driving at here is doing a similar thing as they're looking through your transactions so that they can help you make better decisions about those. One of the things about the Eno app, though, is that it is only available to customers who have a Capital One credit or debit card. And one of the reasons why we're highlighting it here is we know per our 2020 study, 56% of you who listened to this podcast and responded to our survey said that you had engaged with Capital One since hearing about them on the podcast. So we know there's a fair number of you out there who actually have a Capital One credit card or debit card or use their services. So this is one of the ones we want definitely wanted to highlight as well as them being the sponsor of the show. But there are some features here that we want to talk about that they they actually look for, go through your transactions. They're looking at your bills so that they can determine, are there things that are reoccurring? Is there a way to block these recurring bills? And one of the interesting things about the, the blocking them is that they can actually block the charge from happening, but that doesn't mean that your subscription has been canceled, which for some folks, it's really hard to figure out how to cancel some of these subscriptions, right? So as soon as you stop paying for it, those subscription services are going to reach out to you via email most likely and say, hey, you're not paying us anymore. Let's figure this thing out. And that's when you can say, hey, figure out how to cancel it because I don't want to pay for it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did like that feature. It's, it's you know, because very often you're sitting down and you're like, hey, we're actually going to tackle all of this. We're going to stop using all these subscriptions. And you get all motivated to do it. And then when it's time to actually go through the app or go through the website or make the phone call, it's actually way more cumbersome than it. And you might not get that done before the next time you're charged that fee. Whereas Capital One allows you to sort of block that and kind of gives you that buffer of time to be able to to make that cancellation. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some of the others that we found out there. The first three are the ones that we probably recommend the most because of their quality and level of service and safety. Yeah. But there's a couple of others. There are a few others that you might want to look at and you, or you might want to use another way, shape or form with how you manage your finances. There's the hiatus app that has a premium service of $10 a month. And that gives you access to an actual agent to negotiate certain bills and help, help you cancel your subscriptions. It's not as comprehensive and didn't seem as easy as the three we recommended earlier, but it's something else you might want to look into and depending upon how you, your, your personality and how you'd like to manage your money, hiatus might be an option for you. Yeah. There's another Australian based app called Track My Subs, and they do charge a $10, $10 Australian fee per month to use this. You can track 10 for free. free right. 10 plus is, is where they start charging you the Australian dollars. Right. So but, all your money is going to Kylie. Right. <laughs> padam, padam, huh? One of the things that's interesting about this one and kind of one of the ones that we, reasons why it's lower on our list is you have to put this information in manually yourself. And so... They're not pulling from your bank information, which may be a safety precaution, security issue issue for for some folks. They may like that. But again, you do have to do it manually to get this information to be tracked. And they don't actually cancel the subscriptions for you. Yeah, I don't want some Aussie to ask me why I have an OnlyFans account. (laughs) (laughs) It's none of his business. (laughs) Another option is Pocket Guard. Pocket Guard is a basic budgeting app that helps you track your expenses. For the premium service though, however, at $34.99 a year, you get access to be able to cancel your subscriptions. 
It's one of the features that they offer. It looks like it's pretty convenient, but one of the reasons that it didn't make to the top of our list is because $35 a year is is, is pretty ag- aggressive. Yeah. And I will say what's kind of almost oxymoronish, if that's how you would say it about some of these, is that for some of these apps, you're signing up with a monthly subscription to help get them to help you cancel monthly subscriptions. That's a little on the meta side. (laughs) So it is important to look at these and weigh the cost as to whether or not this is actually what you want. Our fifth and final recommendation for you, especially if you're going to be putting in this stuff manually, is you might as well get the credit card debt slasher tool because in there we encourage you and show you how to do a spending analysis so that you'll actually look at your transactions and see them on a monthly basis and then you can manually cancel them on your own and not have to pay the monthly fee. (laughs) Exactly. So there are several ways to manage and cancel unwanted subscriptions, but the first step is to just commit doing it. So do a spending analysis, dive into your budget, figure out what you need to do, and then start making those phone calls or have some of these services help you make those phone calls. And I think it's also important to remember you may love every single subscription service that you have and want to keep them all, but for some folks, just being aware of actually how much you're spending on these services may be an eye-opener to you to understand where it is you're putting your priorities in your budget, right? And you know, may not need to cancel any of these, but just knowing that you're spending two, three, four hundred $400 a month on subscription services may help you understand why I'm not putting as much money into my 401k or Roth account. And you need to decide, okay, which is more important to you. It may be the subscription services and in the moment, because some of them may help your mental health. And that is important. And as I say, David, knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for your queer money takeaway from this episode. Make sure to check out more ways that Capital One can help you achieve financial well-being at CapitalOne.com. That's CapitalOne.com. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. Here's your takeaway from this episode. Give yourself and your financial anxiety a break. Cancel some or all of those subscription services and reduce your spending so that you can improve your mental health. Exactly. Then join us this Thursday when we talk about the most affordable LGBTQ plus friendly city to live in in New York State. And then next Tuesday when we have a lively debate about the lack of LGBTQ plus support this past Pride through major corporations and discuss whether or not that confirms accusations in previous years of rainbow washing. So look forward to that. Thanks and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.